they are really good in the gym, but when they go to fight, they just freeze. And I know a lot of guys, good golfers, they go in the range and kill, but then go to the tournament, they just choke. And welcome back to another par train. I am Evan Singer. We got Mr. Cermak here. Good conversations on the par train, my friend. We are pumped up right now, but in case you guys are new to the par train, when you're on the par train, guys, golf, the hardest game in the world, feels easy. Our mission is to take lessons from the golf course and apply them to your life. Make the hard stuff seem easy and help you get better on and off the course with interviews from PGA Tour pros, best-selling authors, CEOs, mental coaches, and many more like world champion kickboxers and Muay Thai fighters like Cosmo Alexander II, uh, you'll finally learn how to enjoy the ride. That's what it's all about. So guys, real quick before we get to our intro, and we're going to make this quick because we had a really amazing long conversation with Cosmo. We'll get to in a second. Uh, first word from our friends and our sponsors, uh, Roback. Uh, if you guys didn't get Roback for the holidays, we got to ask like your friends and family what they're doing. What is it even a holiday if you don't get Roback? I don't know. But if you didn't. Do you not like comfortable clothes? Is that it? Maybe. Yeah. Do you not like performance? I mean, I don't get it. But if you guys haven't gotten it, go to the link in the show notes and get yourself 15% off your first Roback order. Um, It's seriously the best gear. So we talk about it a lot. It's seriously never, they're coming up with new stuff all the time. It sells out quick. So get in there. And I just heard actually, they're going to restock a lot of what they sold out of in the holidays, um, early February. So keep your, keep refreshing, keep going back, get yourself something nice. Okay. We're not going to go too far into an intro here. Be- Let me stop you for a second. Go ahead. Lessons from the golf course. How about lessons from the octagon, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> this is, this is where this is going. I mean, I don't know about you, Matt. But I don't think in 115 episodes, and we've talked to a lot of amazing people over the yeah. last three to four years. We've been lucky. I don't know if I've ever been this engaged. And I was so inspired. And this is what, and I said this to Cosmo at the end of the episode, I feel so grateful and lucky that the game of golf allows us to talk to someone like Cosmo, who's a seven-time Muay Thai and kickboxing world champion took down Sage Northcutt, big uh, UFC guy in 29 seconds. I mean- I may never fight again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, this, this, was, this was almost like talking, it was, it was very David Goggins-esque to hear how Cosmo lives his life. And now he's obsessed with golf. And so the yeah. parallels between, he said golf is by far the hardest thing he's ever done. And he's a fighter. He was a professional soccer player. He plays high level in rugby. He surfs. I mean, it was just an unbelievable well, conversation. Yeah, I'll kind of leave it at this. Uh, I think, you know, we've been lucky to have so many good conversations. And a lot of our conversations around the mental game are very cerebral. And, mm-hmm. I, and that's and it's great. And we take all these learnings. This guy just cuts to the chase. Yeah. He talks about this is your mindset. Here's your goals. Never waver. And he's yeah. got an incredible story and background too that we really got into but uh this was this was a treat i mean i already know by the end of 2021 i guarantee you if we do a recap of our best 2021 interviews i already know this is going to be up there this was one of my favorite interviews we've ever done yeah 
the the way we were able to connect the two sports and this is this is as good as it gets yeah so let's get into it <laughs> all right guys well enjoy definitely stay to the end and uh, if you're not following us at the par train definitely give us a follow give us a subscribe apple podcast review it means a lot it makes a difference if you guys have been listening to us for a while just do it, it really helps we appreciate it hope you guys are staying healthy and well out there and enjoy the ride enjoy it out there thanks guys take care cosmo not many interviews will probably start like this most people jump right into a question and and the spotlight's on you but i'm actually going to start you off with a story and then i want your advice afterwards okay so over thanksgiving i was playing golf and uh it's a short par four downhill and right. there was a dad with two kids in the cart in front of us okay and it's one of those holes where they're in the fairway and once you see them drive down the hill you assume they're going to the green right and it's clear yeah. for me to hit so uh-huh. i saw them drive down i got my three wood i mashed my three wood and <laughs> I'm like, I mean, that I couldn't hit that any better. Feeling good. I'm feeling real good. I start to see the dad drive back towards the tee box. My girlfriend jokes, he's about, he's maybe they weren't gone. He's about to yell at you. Okay. Basically gets in my face, yelling at me, saying that I don't know my yardages. I need to be more mindful. I almost killed his child. Apparently, the ball flew over their cart. Uh-huh. Now, of course, I was apologetic. I didn't know that they were there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, but Cosmo, I gotta ask you, okay? There's, if if he started to come at me and I needed to protect myself, okay? <laughs> what's the what's the one move I gotta go with, Cosmo, that, to at least what's get him down? Point? I don't want to get into a brawl, but just to take him down and and Defuse. reduce the threat. What do I gotta do? Listen, first of all, I. I like, I don't like to fight outside, of course. And uh, I try to apologize. I try, man, I'm sorry. I thought, yeah. you know, it would be like for da, 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 da. If he started like, like he, he did with you, like, yeah, da, 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 that's okay. But if he touched you, yeah, you have to fight. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to fight. Like, I am like that. You can like curse. You can do whatever you want, but don't touch me. Don't, yeah. don't, don't put your hands on me. If you put your hands on me, uh, yeah, we'll fight. So I always go to the chin. Oh, go straight to the chin. Take yeah, him I down. Don't I, don't, I don't like to grab, take down. No, that's nah. Because, like, maybe you can, like, I don't know, take him down, and then you be just one and one. But if he has a friend, he can help him, you know? Like, you be, like, you'll be in the ground, the another guy kicking you, and try to, you'll be like a man. <laughs> so I prefer just, like, Oh, in the chain, that's it. Okay, and is Pick that up. is that a quick jab? Is that a uppercut? Listen, I'll show you. Okay. So if the guy is here, right? <laughs> you give one step back and just put your hands like this in the front, like don't 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 step forward. So you have the distance here because it would be like a jab. You yeah. know, you have the distance. You put like your hand up and you step it. You step back because you need the distance. So you step back and turn your shoulder in the back, like, listen, stop it. So here you're ready, <laughs> right? If he tried to touch you or slap you and you, oh, you're ready. Wow. And that's it. 
That's some I great don't advice. Do it, man. Don't, do now, it. don't do it. Now, I hope I don't need that's, it, but now at least I have it. I have it. It's better. It's better you know something and you don't need to use then you need to use and you don't know how to do it. Oh, 100%. Love it. Well, thank you for that. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> now, now I feel ready for 2021. Okay. So Cosmo, 2021, happy new year. Uh, it, a lot of people are trying to get in shape. And I thought yeah. it'd be fun to start off with you're in tremendous shape, right? Um, what's something that uh, our listeners could take with them to get in the best shape of their life 2021 and and why do you think everybody fails to get into shape after january goes by well like to get in shape is like playing golf you need to be consistent Mm -hmm. you can't do like a diet for like a one month and then like after that like oh you know what i can't of course you're not being shaped you know yeah it's like you need to good exercise do a good exercise and good diet you know if we, if you fail in one thing, that's it. Like you cannot do it anymore. Like of course you 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 just need like step back and start again. But uh, you have to train and eat good. Train and eat good. Train and eat good. But it has to be consistent. You cannot yeah. do like just for one month. Like maybe like forty five days and like oh I'm tired. You know like ah uh, you know, and a lot of people do that because they think it's kind of magic. And you do like exercise and you die for two weeks and then you see me, uh, oh, wow, I'm in good shape, you know, but it doesn't work like that. You need like more time, you know? Yeah. So a lot of people, when they don't see the, the difference, like the, the, the result, they start like, you know, getting kind of upset and then start going back to the things they did before. Yeah, it's interesting. I actually just started, I, I've never really been into cardio cardio has never been like something I've enjoyed. Um, so I, I actually just got a jump rope because running was always really boring to me. You know, I, I was an athlete. So running after something competing cardio was yeah. easy. Cause I'm, I'm competing. Um, but going for a jog, it didn't interest me, but, uh, wh- why, why are boxers fighters? Why is jump roping such an amazing tool? Yeah. A lot of people, Many fighters, they like to jump rope like uh, better than uh, than run. I prefer run. Okay. I run like, you know, like I start running again, start training because maybe I have a fight in the end of the month or in, on March. So, I, and I like to run, you know, I put my music on my earphone and then just start running. I learned because I, I live in Thailand before and we run a lot. Like in Thailand, we run like eight miles in the morning and three miles in the afternoon, like every wow. single day, wow. every single day before the training, you know, just to warm up. Wow. So we do that. So I had to learn how to, like my body's there, but my mind is another place, you know, like today I was running and I was thinking about like, oh yeah, when I going to play golf this weekend, you know, my body was there. But my mind was like in the course already, like playing, trying to remember a few things I have to do. Or like, man, why? I always slice when I hit the three wood, you know? You yeah. know, it's not like <laughs> so my mind is outside. My mind is not there in the running. Because if you go run and then you always think like, man, it's just five minutes. And then every, like every minute you look at your watch, you're like, oh man, 
I need more, you know, there's no help. And it started getting like getting crazy, like, man, that's too much, but it's not. So like, I like to run, my body's there, but my mind's just other place, you know, like I go to, I think I'm all the other things. I realized we had this question much later, but you brought it up. So I figure I'll ask it now. Um, I'm a big fan of David Goggins. And I don't know if you know, David Goggins, he wrote the book can't hurt me is like this Navy SEAL guy. And he talks about how the majority of people only do 30% of what their body can do. And it's their mind that stops them from going any further. And I just, you just kind of touched on that. I'm curious, the habits and the things you tell yourself to allow yourself to push through pain. Because most people want to get in shape, want to achieve something, but they never get past the pain, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But like, uh, like sometimes you need somebody to push you, you know? Like some people like me, you don't need to, to, to push me. Like, cause me, you need more. No, I know I can do more. And I know I have to do, and I can do it. You know, if I, if I die, I die, <laughs> but, you know, but I'll try to do it. It's like, I have to do, I have to do it. It's like, why are you complaining? It doesn't help if you complain, you know? Yeah. So like, uh, I have a student and uh, she started training with me. She was heavy, bro, heavy, heavy. Like she's short, like five, eight, something like, I don't know, because like uh, different, like, you know, the meters and the and feet. But yeah, she's kind of like five, eight, five, nine. And she was with 280 pounds. Wow. Bro, was, yeah, big. But now she's 185, right? After Whoa. like two years training with me. Yeah. She does yeah. usually too, but she trains with me every day. So, uh, two weeks ago, I was holding pads and she was kicking, doing like Muay Thai with me. And she started crying because I was pushing her so hard and she was crying. I said, listen, I don't care if you cry, just kick. Just <laughs> do what I'm saying. I don't care if you cry, if you die, I don't care. Just keep because I know you can do it. She's like, I can't. But if you tell me one more time, I'll punch your face if you don't do it. <laughs> and then she finished the train. Yeah. Like good, like kicking hard da, 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 and finish the train. She did like 10, uh, 10 left, like running. So you see, Maria, like you can do it. Like if you get tired, that's normal. Like you're really tired. Today I push you like really hard, but I knew you could do it. And then you did. If, if I was another like uh, uh, a teacher or if she was by herself, before she started crying, she would just like, uh, I'm good. Right. You know? I am different. I go, man. If you tell me, like, Cosmo, go run, like, 25 miles. I never did that. I think I don't think so. But if you tell me, like, Cosmo, if you run 25 miles two times per week, you never slice anymore in your life. <laughs> I will do it. You know? I will do it because I don't think about how much I will surf until there. I just think about the result. You know? I have to pass by, like, yeah, I have to, oh, man, kill myself. But I don't think about that. I just think about the result. And people, when you start, like, feeling, like, tired, feeling like, oh, that hurts, my leg hurts, they forget about the result. They just think about the time now, like, oh, I'm tired. Uh, no, you, 
forget about that. Just think about result, 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 you know? Yeah. So that, something like that. That's, uh, that's powerful. Most of the world knows you as Cosmo, but you got a nickname. Good yes. boy. Yes. Tell us, tell us and the listeners where that came from. Uh, yeah. So, so guys, I'm from Brazil. And uh, my first fight outside from Brazil was in 2005. Yeah, 2005. So I went to fight in, in Portugal, right? So my was the first round, I cut the guy's face with a knee. And he started bleeding bad. And then the, the ref stopped it, the, the fight, right? And then we, we were out, like, dinner, like, have dinner, just friends. And uh, one guy said, Cosmo, today was your first uh, fight outside from Brazil. And, but we, so like we need a nickname, you know, every good fighter has a nickname and we need a nickname. For it. So everybody was there was saying like, oh, the killer knee, oh, the assassin knee, you know, like really bad, like, you know, nicknames. <laughs> because in Brazil, I knocked out like so many guys with my left knee, right? And uh, they knew already should be something about my knee. But they are just like saying like really crazy names, like crazy nicknames. And then one guy was there. He said, but Cosmos is a Christian, man. Like he's a good boy. We don't need like a, a bad nickname. And then another guy, oh, yeah, he's a good boy. And then he's not a good boy. Yeah, I was like that. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. Better, it's better, right? You're you're like this yeah. like killer fighter, but you're a good boy, right? It's almost like the silent killer, you know. I am just a fighter when I'm fighting, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. now, I have I'm fighting for almost twenty years, and I have hundred four hundred five fights, but fight is not my lifestyle. It's not my lifestyle. It's just when I have to fight, I go and fight, you know. Like before the fight, I talk to everybody with my opponent. Talk, he's my opponent, he's not my enemy, you know. We just yeah. talk, yeah, that's fine. Between the time you're fighting, yeah, I'm trying to beat him up, put him down, but I want to do my job and go home. I don't want to hurt him bad. I just want to, like, win the fight, get my money, come back to my house, play golf, surf, <laughs> and that's it. You know, that's what I want to do. So, yeah. that's it. It's nothing like, uh, uh, it's not my, my, my lifestyle anymore. You know, for sure. Well, so Cosmo, I've heard you talk a lot about, you know, in other interviews, just growing up in Brazil. And yeah. and you mentioned you came from a tough environment, right? You, you, you were around a lot of some tragedy, some violence. So, yes. I mean, you, you really had to, you know, stay extremely focused on your goals, right, to stay out of ultimately to stay out of trouble and you were a soccer player young. So talk about, you know, did you have a mentor kind of like how you are mentoring your students now? Like, um, did you have a mentor growing up? Did you not? Yeah. How did you stay on track and stay healthy and ultimately uh, become so successful at, at, at the things you got into? For sure was God first, you know, because I started going to the church uh, when I was 13. So God like just started guiding me, you know, the right way yeah and uh my mom was going to church too and then uh i didn't have daddy so i didn't have the the kind of like a man you know by my side to show like what i have to do what i cannot have what i can't what i can't do 
or the things like I do with my son now, for listen, you have to go. Like he's training now. So I always like push him a little bit and I show him how to be a man, you know? So these kind of stuff I had to learn in the streets. You know, I didn't have nobody to, to show me like, oh, listen, this guy, if he does that, you do that. You know, like, oh, no, 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 go there and talk to everybody, shake hands, everybody, everybody's your friend. Go, hey, what's up, what's going on? I, I never had that. So I have to learn like in the streets, you know? And uh, 13 to 20, I was a soccer player. I became professional with a 16, 17. And uh, all my life was just about sports, you know, like about soccer. I was crazy about soccer, soccer, soccer. And then with a 20, I started training Muay Thai. And then I had to choose. After a few months, I had to choose. I had to choose uh, if I was going to fight Muay Thai for life or just soccer. Because I was, gonna, it was being like too much because I was going to train Muay Thai at night. But I was tired because in the morning I was playing soccer. And then oh another day in the morning, I was tired because I was training Muay Thai at night. So I had to choose, you know. And Muay Thai uh, is kind of like, does, like I, does, I don't need to have like a good relationship with some promoter to put me to fight. If I fight good, they want me to put to fight, you know. In soccer, it's different. In soccer, you are a good, a good, good player, good soccer player, but I have a guy in the same team you play. His manager give me more money to put him to play. Or as a coach, if I sell him, I get ten percent for his like the, the business for his like you know the money he'll get. And you, I don't get, I don't, I don't get anything. So of course. Most of the guys in Brazil, they put the guy, he can make some money. And there's a lot of kind of mafia around the soccer in Brazil. That's why Brazil is like, was going bad, 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 because it wasn't just about who plays better. It was about who makes more money, who can, you know, give more money for manager, for, for a coach. And uh, so I started seeing these kind of things. And I was like, you know what? I prefer fight. Like, uh, I, I will fight, and uh, if I fight good, I will fight me good shows. I will make, like, the same money, and uh, that's it. That's why. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, Cosmo, you kind of spoke to this with the working out part where people give up early, right? Yeah. I think another trend of the majority is people feel like they go on a certain path in their life and they can't change. They feel like they don't want to, quote, start over, right? And so I find it interesting that you were a professional soccer player, yeah. right? You were on the path in one of the premier countries to be a pro soccer player <laughs> on. And you were just starting with Mai Tai yeah. fighting. So what allowed you to make that switch? Were you seeing enough uh progress quickly where you're like oh wow i could maybe even be better at this than i am soccer or was it talk about that a little bit yes uh, uh after three months start training muay thai i made my first fight so and i won on uh, first round and then i did more like i don't know three more amateur fights and after one year start training like in one year i made my first professional fight 
and was from the Brazilian belt, you know, against another guy. He was professional already. And uh, my coach should fight him. But my coach said, man, I think you're better than me now. You're like, you're doing very good. And I told him, man, I have just one year. Like, don't worry, man. Like, you do good. And then I went there. I was like really light. And the guy was really heavy because should be my coach. But then it was me, you know. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I remember in the day of the, the weightings, my weight was like 170 pounds. Yeah, 170 pounds. The guy weighs like 184, right? And then I was like, man, he's still heavy. And then my coach, no, 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 don't worry, man. I will show you one thing when he got home. So he showed me a Thai guy fighting some guy from Europe. The guy was huge. And the Thai guy was really skinny. And the Thai guy like killed that guy. It was like mm. easy fight. He's like, you see, if I had good technique, good mind, you, you know, you can fight. And then I won the fight. In the, I dropped him the fourth round. And then the round number five, he was over. Like, I put him down and he couldn't stand up. It was my first professional fight. Was uh, I became the Brazilian uh, professional champion, right? And uh, everything, like I told you, like everything I do, I really want to be the best. You know, I really want to be the best. Like, when I started playing rugby, I started playing uh, rugby like a few years ago. But the first year, I was in the team from my city, really bad team, like really bad. But I got crazy about rugby, and I started learning, learning, like watching videos, train, train, train. Next year, I got invited to play for one of the best teams in Brazil, you know. So my team was kind of like Division C or D. And then I went to a team, Division A, uh, the first division mm -hmm. and one of the best. So we finished the tournament, uh, the Brazilian tournament in third place, you know, and uh, I was like playing good, man, playing good because I was like crazy about that. So I think like two things. First, like I have kind of gift, you know, about sports. I, I learn, you know, I learn like you anything, bro. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday. He, he plays baseball and I told him, man, you guys are lucky because here in the U.S. you have so many sports you can play, you know, like basketball, baseball, uh, football, like now soccer, like so many things you can do, golf, and you can make money with that, you know. But in Brazil, soccer, like even if right. you go like a really good uh, volleyball player, it's hard to make money. Even mm. if you go to Olympic Games, it's still like hard to make money. But you guys here are lucky, you know. And I told him, man, if I was born here, I would be like in some nice sport and now I would be rich for sure. <laughs> because I, even like I don't get paid, I'm crazy for these kind of sports. And like uh, rugby was the same thing. Surf, when I started surfing, it was 100% surf, you know, traveling, like going to Hawaii to surf, going to Costa Rica, Indonesia. Blah, blah, blah. I started like doing tournaments and I get like a second place. The first tournament I did uh, in Costa Rica. And then now golf, you know, because I, I live in Naples, Florida. We don't have a wave here. So, like, I had to find something to, you know, like, man, I, I need to do some other sport. So, when I found golf, I was like, oh, that's it. So, now I'm just, like, crazy about golf, man. All right. So, let's talk about this because uh, you see this a lot. And this is why, like, the tournament in Tahoe where you see and the AT&T, you know, Pro-Am, you see these – guys like Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning and 
like these premier athletes uh-huh. that it drives them crazy to be so bad at golf because there's no shortcut, right? Like no, yeah. everyone starts out shitty in golf. Whereas you could yes. be born with like a rocket arm or, you know, a great build like LeBron or something. So talk, give people context. You told us off air a little bit, but give people some context of what got you into the game and the mania, like how much it drove you crazy when you started. Oh yeah. First time was 18 months ago and uh, was a birthday from my, my best friend here in Naples. And uh, first time I, I couldn't hit the ball. Right. I was like, I couldn't hit the ball. It was just like, like really bad. So they thought I wouldn't never play again, you know, because it was really bad, really right. bad. <laughs> I, have like a, I have a problem because I, I'm a fighter, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm fighting for 20 years. So my, my stance is like this, mm-hmm. right? So I'm so tight. I have no mobility, you know, and then I have like a short swing. So I, I can't go all the way. So everything was against me to go, right? So uh, next day, I called this guy, Felice and Cody. I want to play. He's like, really? You want to play? <laughs> yeah, I want to play, man. And uh, we play again. We play 18. And then since that time, every weekend we play. Every weekend. Uh, in the summer, we play more than the winter because now it's very expensive. Any place you go here is like, 110 like it's really expensive but in the summer it's like 25 bucks 30 bucks so we play like 36 sun uh, saturday 36 sunday and then in the week i go to the range like twice at least so i did yesterday and then uh probably go tomorrow but uh it's just like that i'm, I'm crazy for golf man i watch golf like every day uh i try to to practice i try to to learn like watching you know I, I wish I could play more, like, I don't know, I like at least like two, three times per week. But uh, I have to train. I have to teach, right? Because I, I, I teach here in, the, in Naples, the, the gym here. And of course, it's too expensive now. Like, it's very expensive. But yeah, so, crazy to go for like, but now, but since we start, like this friend of mine, he always like, listen, you start playing, but you play for rules. Like, 100% rules. No... Gimmies, no, he, like, he wants gimmies, like, you know how that works. And like, listen, no, no gimmies, like, you have to finish. And then, uh, no breakfast balls, nothing, <laughs> like, you know, nothing. We play for real. Uh, OB or rest, we have to score everything. So now I'm scoring like between 91, 95 most of the time, and uh, I get two times under nine was 87 88 all right guys hang tight quick word from our sponsor and we'll be right back to an interview with cosmo imagine golf have you guys heard of it this is a new mobile app focused on the mental game guys the thing you love the most we don't partner with just anyone we only want to partner and bring people as sponsors onto the show that we know you guys will love and so we're super excited to promote the app imagine golf Okay, it's a mental game app that delivers snackable daily audio lessons, one minute tee shot visualizations, and other content to think and play better on and off the course. They have over 100,000 students, a 4.9 rating on the app store, thousands of five star reviews. It's definitely an app to check out. Guys, I was just checking it out the other day and I'm starting to use it. And they, they let you personalize it. It's super cool. I go in and 
I can choose between pro tips, consistency, visualization, shot strategy, range drills, golf stories. Obviously, your boy picked all six because I want it all. But um, each week, they even focus on a best-selling golf book. And every day, you get one key idea from that book in a three-minute audio lesson. They call it the Daily Drive. Guys, it really is an amazing app, but it's not just an app. They're doing something special just for Partrain listeners. Go to imaginegolf.com slash the Partrain. You can download the app there, but more, even more importantly, uh, you got to make sure you do it from that link because one, the one person who downloads the app from that page in the month of January is going to win a free Scotty Cameron putter. Let me repeat that. They are going to choose one Partrain listener who downloads this app from now until the end of January at imaginegolf.com slash the partrain to win a Scotty Cameron putter for free. Guys, it's worth the download anyways. Further your journey on the mental game, which is, I know, a big part of why you listen to our show. And get some extra inspiration. Try it out. Free app. You can upgrade for all the content. I believe there's a seven-day free trial. So get in there. Make sure you get entered for the free Scotty Cameron putter. And... uh yeah, go check them out. Imaginegolf.com slash partrain. Now let's get back to the interview with Cosmo Alexander. It's good. Yeah. It's good, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In 18 yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. So I have a, a big problem with my three wood. So like I always, always freaky slicing the three wood. I don't know why. I fixed my, my, my driver. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why that happened i know what i did because i saw a, a video the guy saying a lot of people who slice they bought like they uh to fix it they bought like this in the back swing they don't stay like this they do like this for some reason i tried i was kind of crazy because i was slicing too much and then i stop it i don't slice anymore with driver uh, with the items, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't slice at all. But with the driver, I was slicing too much and like the three wood. So now my driver go that straight, but the three wood is still like most of the time is slicing. You know, mm-hmm. even doing that with my hand when I do the backswing. Yeah, bowing so your wrist. Yeah. yeah, the three wood, the three wood's the toughest because you want to hit it hard and far, but you got to go down after it too, right? It's 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 tricky it's it's a tricky club i know yeah it's like i thought it would be easier with the three wood easier than the the driver but no i fixed the driver but the three wood is still like really bad really bad Cosmo, so you you've you've done a lot of sports that are very well at the highest level with your fighting and then you know soccer at the highest level and then now rugby surfing and you're getting better golf but in terms of golf, so you you want to be the best at everything, and you've proven it. Yeah. How have you had to switch your mindset and your mental approach with golf compared to some of the other sports? I'm I'm really curious. I don't need to change anything. Like I just think about like I want to be the best in golf. Is and golf is the hardest one. I, I told you like like you said, I play soccer, play rugby, I fight. Fight is okay, man. Like, fight is okay. But uh, golf is the hardest one. It's, like, just really hard. Because the ball is like this. If you hit something like that wrong, go to the right, go to the left, or you top it, oh, it's really bad. 
you know? So I start like, because when I, when I do some sports, I don't, I just don't do the sports in the time. Like how I can explain better. Like, okay, golf. Golf for me is not just when I go to the, to the game, to the course, right? It's outside because like I, I go to my house, I'm in my house. When I finish here, I put on TV and start learning something about mm -hmm. golf, you know? And then like, well, like, man, why I'm sliced with the three wood? Yeah, I know my, my downswing has to go inside, outside, but it's hard to do that, right? So I know, okay, I have to do that. Oh, my back swing has to be slower. I cannot go fast to try to right. kill. You know, all these small things, I, I, I get I like watching TV and then I try to practice, you know? So I didn't, I didn't change anything about my mind, about like, you know, the games, the, the, the like fight or rugby or golf. I just want to be the best what I do, you know? Like, I want to like, uh, my mind, I want to compete. Like, I want to be really good on golf to compete, you know? I don't want to be like a guy like, Oh yeah, it's okay. Nine, nine, one. No, that's bad. I want to score like four at least. You know, I want to like. I don't know. I, I'm 38 now. I want to play so good, and I can go to PGA like uh, the the championship, like the the, the seniors did. You know. <laughs> yeah. I want to do that. That's my goal. I don't know. Like they have to play uh, uh, over 50, right? Yeah, you got time. Yeah, I have time. You have time. So, I, I want to do everything like that. Oh, yeah, that's hard. I know, like, some professional golfers here, they don't do good. I don't care. You know, I just, I can do it. You know, I, if when I get 51 and I'm still hitting, like, 80, like, man, you idiot. Like, I'm doing something wrong. So I, I will try to do something to fix that because I want to compete. I want to go the PGA, like, senior, like, over 50. Yeah, I can. I will try to do it, you know. When I was in Thailand, I fought a guy, a Thai guy, he's really good. He had like 250 fights. And that time, I had like 32 fights. And the Thai guy's like, oh, you're going to fight him? I will fight and I will win. He's like, ah, okay, you see. And then I won, you know? And I won. And, and it's like, I won good. Was one of the, the intercontinental belts, you know? And uh, so I don't care what they say, like, oh, it's hard. Yeah, I know it's hard. I started play, uh, fighting with a 20 years old. It's kind of old, 20, 21. For sure. You know? like, it's kind of like old. And then after that, I got like seven world titles. So I am the only uh, Brazilian to win, to beat, like, to, to get the King's Cup. It's the, one of the biggest tournaments in Thailand. You know, the king... He was like sitting here and I was fighting there, you know. That time I fought, he wasn't there because he was sick already. But one year before and the, the years before, he always there to watch the fight. So it was like big deal in Thailand, you know, yeah. like really big. So I went there and I beat like three Thai guys, you know. And then the next year, when I was going to to win again for the second time in the row, they changed all the rules because I was too strong last year. Right, so I won three fights for three knockouts the same night. Three fights, three knockouts, same night. And then next year was 2010. They changed the rules. The uh, the waiting should be in the same night, the same day they fight. And then they start, you know, doing like a lot of stuff to don't let me win again because in the history, just I I think me and two more guys outside from Thailand uh, won this tournament. It was all Thai guys. Mm. And even Thai guys, 
nobody won tw two years in the row. I would be the first. So in the final, I beat the Thai guy, but for some reason, of course, we know they gave to him. Oh, right? Wow. They gave to him like you can see, like, wow. The ref, he came to my corner and said, Cosmo, round number four, because we, we fought already three rounds. He's like, oh, now round number four. Okay, that's good. He went there. He started talking to the, the Thai guy. And I was like, what is going on? A, a good Thai guy, really good Thai guy. I was like, what's going on? The ref uh, come back to the, the center of the ring and finish the fight. And I thought, like, the guy was hurt or something, right? Like, man, that's good. I won uh, two years in a row. And <laughs> then they gave to him for, from nowhere, right? Wow. So I really believe I can do anything. I can do. Like, if you tell me, like, Cosmo, you, you, before two years, you can break the nine. But yes, I can. I will do, man. I will do. I did twice already. And I will do. And like I said, no gimmies, no breakfast balls, nothing. Because now I know. The, most the, the two most important things, they tee off. If my tee off is bad, I know my score will not be good. So I have to go on the, the fairway. And my short game has to be good. Like the putter, two times, uh, two putts maximum, right? Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I know my score can be good. Now my goal is always my second shot being the green. That's my second shot. So I go first fairway or whatever, but my second shot has to be in the green. And I know I can score better, you know? So I have some goals. I know it's not easy because if it was easy, everybody was doing that, but right. I want to try to do that. You know, that's my, my, my mind. You're yeah. putting together the strategy too. Yes, exactly. And that's what I, I always uh, tell this friend, like in the range, we practice a lot, but you learn much more in the game. Yeah. You know, we, 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 we learn much more because, oh yeah, you hit the driver and then, you are like in the woods, like in out. You know, you have to change again the club. In the range, you use one club, one club, one club. And then you have now in the, the game, you have to change. Oh, you you were in the, the woods and now you understand. Uh, you know, so like yeah. I learn much more in the game than just the range. So I love this because Cosmo, a lot of what we, you've probably seen it on our Instagram and <clears throat> we talked a little bit about it when we first talked and we were DMing, but um, we focus a lot on the mindset, right? And so, you know, I know you just started playing golf 18 months ago, but I actually think there's a lot that golfers, really good golfers, and, and even new golfers can learn from your mindset. And so the trend that I see is you don't really play with fear in anything no. you do, because I think you, you might acknowledge I'm sure fear might come up sometimes, but I, it sounds like you know that that doesn't help you. So you dismiss it. You're, you're yeah. really good at taking a step back and focusing on what matters, focusing no, on what you're trying to do. And exactly. so I'd love to hear a little bit about that and the difference between getting into a ring when someone's trying to just knock you out versus standing up on a tee shot <laughs> when there's a hazard right and you have to hit three wood the difference of those two situations and how you use your mind to not get in your own way. Yeah. For me, it's kind of hard to say because I'm kind of a little bit different from, uh, I don't know if the most of the people, or at least like a lot of people, because I don't believe like, uh, like these guys, like, Oh, I'm, I'm a life coach, man. 
<laughs> no, I don't need a life coach. I don't need nobody. When I fight, listen, I don't need to watch something to, uh, how I say, uh, motivate. Yeah. Man, that is a guy training on the other side to punch my face, to kick my head. This is my motivation. I don't need nobody saying, Cosmo, yes, you need to train because the guy is training. I know he's training for kill me in the ring. I don't need to, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's kind of like, uh, uh, like you said, like the mindset, what I could say. It's, it's hard for me because I'm not that easy with people when they say like, oh, yeah, I have no motivation. Come on, man. Like, really? If you have to do, you have to do. Uh, if in the fight, right? I, I feel like that. I, almost everything, every kind of... Uh, place in my life, everything what I do in my life, I think kind of like that. If I am fighting, right, with you against you, you punch me, you beat me up. I have two choices. Or keep like like easy here, like mm -hmm. afraid, and you you still hit me. And I'm like, oh, 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 I can try to hit you back. Right. Even if you if you keep like hitting me, punch me, everything, kick me. I have a chance, maybe a small chance, but I have a chance, but I have to try to hit you back. So why not? I will try to hit you back. Why I will stay like, oh my God, he's hitting me like, oh, why? You know, it's the same thing like you said. Oh yeah, that is like a, a bunker there. Like if you want to hit a tree wood, if you slice it, you go there. But listen, bro, I have no choice. I have to do it, you I know? I have no choice. I, I okay. I will try. I don't know how, but I will try. Uh, draw. I'll try. Yeah. Okay. I didn't work. That's fine. But I try it. Oh, uh, I'm fighting with you, man. Like I'm 20 years fighting, and you no fight at all. You can try to beat me. If I if I'm punch you, punch you, punch you. What are you gonna do? Cry? You're gonna like sit there and like, oh, Cosmo, please stop it. Come on, man. You at least you have to punch my face, like you know, like. You try to all your heart, man, like all your like, uh, I want to punch him like hard. And then maybe in that time I'm punch you, you just close your eyes and punch me and get my chin and I just live. Yeah. You have a chance. Can be yeah. small, but you have a chance, okay. you know. So this kind of stuff for me is kind of easy. And I, I, under, I, I don't understand, but I know. Most of tip for people, most of the people, is not easy like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like they kind of like afraid or they kind of like insecurity. You know, like I have uh, for for these years, I have met like so many guys. They are really good in the gym, training the gym, sparring. But when they go to the fight, they just freeze. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of guys, good golfers, they go in the range and kill. Go in the practice like a, a game, they kill. But then go to the tournament, they just choke, you know, because they are afraid. Everybody is afraid. Everybody's scared. Like when I go fight, man, my my thing, my mind, like listen, the the, the biggest, like the 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 worst thing can happen would be in the fight, is like when I step in the ring, first punch, the guy knocked me down. Shit, I couldn't show anything, you know, like was just like this. But can happen. Right, can happen, and I saw it happen a lot. Like my last fight, I fought a guy, he was from UFC, and a young boy, like 21, 22. Everybody was saying, like, Oh my god, 
Sage North Cup. Sage, the, yeah. Yeah, it's the big star now, blah, blah, blah. 29 seconds, I put him down. Right. And he's lucky because if it was more, I would beat him like for five minutes. So it was just one punch, he was free. It's like, okay, bye. <laughs> but that's true because he doesn't understand. He didn't understand how hard it would be to fight me, you know? Like people don't understand. Muay Thai fighters are different from like MMA fighters. They are different. Like we are building like different. Yeah. So he thought his mind or his coach, he could like stand with me. And it was a big mistake. So that's what happened. Like he got punched in the face. One punch, he was out. Eight hours surgery, 34 or 37 fractures in his face. He never, yeah, probably he'll not fight again. You know, of course, I'm not happy with that, but if you know it's more, that's what happened, you know, like, so I don't know, man, like for me, it's, it's kind of like you have to do, you have to do, like, don't be afraid, just go and do it, you know. When we talk about golf, we talk about fighting, I mean, it's not, you do the best job at staying focused and staying confident, right? Like yeah. focus on the task, focus on the goal and believing in yourself, right? You don't know what the results are going to be, but you believe in yourself no matter what. Yes. So, Often in golf, we look back at our previous round or our previous range session and we think about what we did wrong and we try to learn from those, those mistakes. But you talk about you don't focus on your old fights, right? You, you, you train, you kind of fight to the next, you stay in the present moment. Um, maybe that would actually help golfers to, you know, stop. You know, you, you got to know what you did wrong, but. Don't uh -huh. dwell so much on the past. I'm interested here in that. In that, that's the, that mindset. Yeah, that's funny you say that. Uh, look, my glass. My my student <laughs> gave me. He's got a. <laughs> he's for those only listening. He's got a glass with a golf ball in it. <laughs> so like a few years ago, I don't know why. For some fights, I was watching my highlights. I I don't watch like the guys. Like uh, if I fight a guy, I don't watch his last fights. I just watched like one time he lost, one time he won. Yeah, I know already what he does. And, uh, but then I was like, you know what? I want to watch my fights. It's like, man, you're really good. You know, <laughs> I want to watch my fights. Wow. Because I have like 104 or 105 fights. I don't remember the fights. I don't remember. I lost 18. No. Yeah, between 18 and 20 fights for 104, 105. And I just remember the one I lost because I don't want to happen again. So in my mind, it's stuck here like, shit, man, like it was that fight, and that, you know. But uh, I was watching my fights and a guy like, you know, because you have to be conf confident, you know, but it cannot be too much. You know, like when you're too much like, oh, yeah, I win. No, that's bad. You know, I'm confident and I, I can win. I'm not saying I will win. I, mm. I can't win. You know, I, I fight a guy. It's really good. And every time I say, no, man, I, I can't win. Like, oh, God, you're going to win? But I'm training for that. You know, like, can't happen. I, I, I can't win, but I'm getting ready for fight. You know? When you're too much like, uh, I don't know the word in English, khaki, right? Khaki? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you're too much like that, you start drop your hands. Too much confidence, you know? Like, you think, like, nothing can happen, like, bad. Nothing can, like, hit you. And that's bad. When you're kind of a little bit afraid, but you... When you can't control, when you're scared, like you can't control, don't let this thing like control you. But when you can't control, you're like, man, he can't kick me in the head. So I'll keep my head up, my hands up. So your hand, you never drop. 
because you're afraid the guy kick your head, you know? So when you feel like kind of afraid, it is good, you know? Because you keep your hands up, your chin down, everything what he does, you start blocking, you start checking. But when you're too much confident, that's bad because you're like, ah, that, that, that's easy. Like I remember when I fought a uh, legacy MMA in Texas, like in 2017 or 16, something like that, uh, I was going to fight a guy. He's not a big name, but he was weird. Like, uh, would like, would like, uh, kind of like make like hard fight because he, he wasn't like a normal traditional fighter, you know, would mess my mind if it wasn't Fox. So when I was almost going to the cage, the guy was in my corner. He's screaming, let's go Cosmo, easy fight. Bro, <laughs> I got so mad with this guy. He was like, man, never easy fight. And never say that again in my corner, never. He's like, I'm sorry. And I was going to the cage. <laughs> and I got mad with him because really, it's never easy. Even my fight against stage, like 29 seconds, wasn't easy. Because I had to focus like so much. I had to train so much and to fight like 29 seconds. But I building all my training to, uh, to fight like one punch and finish. Because I was... You know, building my body, getting strong, blah, 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 and that's not easy. Like I said in the beginning, like we right. started like, the, begin, the conversation. Uh, consistent, like training every day, training every day. And then I got a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger. And then the fight, yeah, I was 100%. That's why I got him, like I break his face, because I was like, man, 100% power there. So it's, it, you know, like, it, it's like that. Like, you, you cannot be afraid like crazy. To, you don't let like these things control you, but you have to control. But it's good to feel fear, but you have to be conf confident. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, and this goes to the training a little bit, but also just mindset in general. I've noticed that even in workouts, it's really easy to be in this mindset of like, almost like this, to your point about your hands up. Like, ah, uh, it's starting to feel pain. That's a little bit too much pain. I, I hope I don't, because we've all gone on a run or did a workout where we feel like you're going to throw up after. Uh -huh. And, but then there's a switch that I've, that I've done before where it's like, no, I want, the pain means it's working. Yes, right? The yes. pain means I'm building and I want that pain. But a lot of people mm -hmm. try and avoid it. And it's, it's interesting in golf, like, so much of we talk about this a lot on the show i've struggled with my driver for the last year kind of the same issue you've had with your three wood and the times i'm really thinking about not blocking it right i don't have my true swing so yes. i hold on and i actually hit the shot i'm trying to avoid out of fear versus i've noticed when i let that go and i go you know what i might hit it right i might not but i'm gonna go up and i'm gonna rip it I'm going to rip at this yeah. more times than not. Yeah. I rip it when I go up there uh -huh. trying to rip it, you know? Yeah. Because it's too much in your head. Like this, this is bad. Even like the same thing with the fight. If you start training with me, the first day I will show a few things, not too much information, just you. So like punch in the right way, kick in the right way. Second day, a little bit more information. Blah, blah, blah. But then what happened? A lot of students, like most like new students, they try to think, in everything at the same time. Mm. You know, like, oh, I cannot do that. I cannot do that. I have to do this. I have... No. You just, okay, first day, 
step outside and kick, step outside and kick, step outside and kick. One day, you not think about step outside and kick, you know? But until there, oh yeah, your shin will hurt. Uh, maybe your kick is not like, you'll be like, you see in the video, like really bad. Uh, you're kicking too much. Uh, I will ask you to kick like 100 times. When you do 25, you're like, oh man, I'm so tired. I want to throw up. That's fine. But you building, I'm building your body to get used to be stronger. Like I started teaching here almost two years ago. In the first time, first class, I told the class, okay, now 50 kicks, 50 kicks each side, right? So they're like, oh my God, 50 kicks. Start complaining, oh, like, okay, that's fine. Just do it. Two months ago, three months ago, they did 1,000, 1,000 kicks. Hey, listen, I want 1,000 kicks. Doesn't matter if you kick with the left, with the right, if you like 600 with the left, 400, doesn't matter. Everybody did 1,000. When we finished the class, but remember, almost two years ago, 50 kicks, you guys are complaining. Now you just did 1,000 kicks, 1,000 kicks. And everybody, wow, that's true. Because they start like, first they forgot how weak they were before, right? So like all year, building their body, getting stronger, getting faster. And for me, the most important, good technique, good technique, beautiful technique. Probably you saw already some, some uh, histories I post, like some girls kicking, man, they kick good now, good cardio. So you have to build in, you know, like, and uh, that time now, they know they need to think like, oh yeah, chin, chin guard or chin down, hands up. I have to turn my shoulder. I have to, no, they don't need to do that. It's automatic, you know, it's like, right. you just do it. You don't need to think. Like right. for me, like golf, uh, I, two things I still like thinking because some, for some reason, like I do that, like sometimes and my shot is really bad. First is my back swing has to be slower. Because I try to kill. So I'm <laughs> doing like too fast. And another thing, I was moving up my head too early. So it was really bad. So now when I step there, I just like don't move my head, like don't go up and go slow in your backswing. And then I just do it, you know? Yeah. And then I know after like a few years, I don't need to think even about that. You know, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, less you think the time you have to do it better, you know? It's like in a fight, I don't think, oh, the guy, is, he's punching, I have to block. I don't think about that, it's natural. I block, I check with my shin, everything is natural, you know? So we train for that, to be natural, to stop thinking about like too much things. You know? Cosmo, now that you're a coach, trainer, teacher, yeah. What has that taught you? And has that been beneficial in ways as, as a fighter? What's that? I'm really curious about kind of like you're on the other side of the barricade a little bit and looking in. Yeah, this uh, teaches me a lot because the same thing I'm telling them is the same thing I have to do. You know, when I'm like, when I'm teaching, like, like in the morning, today in the morning, the guy was kicking, but he was like turning his shoulder. So when I said, turn more your shoulder, when he turned his shoulder, the guy was holding the pad like, wow, it's much stronger. And he was like, you see? So this kind of thing, like keep, I, I like get stuck in my mind. Oh yeah, remember when you kick, you have to turn your shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I think like, when I feel like kind of weird, like, oh, I know already, I have to turn more my shoulder. And then I, I turn my shoulder. Like my coach, 
he's holding pads and I kick, I feel kind of weird. Like, man, I don't know. That's not a good kick. Let me kick again. And then I'm like, okay, let me try to turn more my shoulder. And then I turn, like, oh, okay, that's it. You know, like, so the same thing I teach, the same thing I tell my students works for me too. You know, it's very yeah. like simple like that. If I, if you start training with me, Felicia, man, punch you with one hand, but the other hand you keep up. So I'm telling you, but I'm telling myself the same thing. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm you're you vocalizing it, right? Huh? And when you vocalize, right, it kind of helps, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's the same thing. Probably like uh, if you start like uh, coaching somebody golfing, and you say, man, you, your backswing has to be slow, has to be slow. Then you you will tell him like so many times, you get stuck in your mind. And when you go do it, you do the same thing. Like, oh, yeah, it has right. to be slow, you know? So I teach them, but I'm teaching myself same thing. Yeah. So last question for you, Cosmo, and then we'll let you out of here. Um, I think I've heard a lot about consistency. I've heard a lot about um, lack of fear, commitment, practice. Golf is an interesting thing. So I'm hoping maybe we can end on something that people can take with them, golf specifically. It's we're not pros, right? Yeah. So people it's a lot for people to go out and play once a week, let alone people that live in the Midwest and East coast that can't do that. So I'm curious from a mindset and just approach wise of how you approach golf when we lack the ability to practice consistently or have the time to play consistently, how, how do you tackle that? How, how do people still achieve like if I, uh, like uh, if I can't play for some reason, maybe like it's snowing. If I was living like Boston or something like that, I would try to do the most like I can in the house. Oh, I cannot go outside, but okay, I will do some exercise. I will try to get on YouTube here, find some video to show me like this exercise I can do for golfers. Yeah. Right. So I'm doing something in my house. Oh, I cannot like uh, running outside because it's, it's snowing. Okay, I go to the gym. I run the gym. Uh, like uh, I told you, like my putter is it's kind of good. I'm like two uh, two putt maximum, you know. Yeah. But why? I bought like a kind of like a carpet, you know, uh, to play here in my house. Oh yeah. You know, I green. Yeah, I have here. So <laughs> now, like if I'm watching, if that is nothing to watch, uh, you put the green here and start putting. Like oh yes, my my hand has to be so like you don't need to be there in the range to really train golf to really practice right oh okay like my my backswing is like really short like rum john rum right yeah, yeah. So i have to yeah I have to, i'm like that so okay <laughs> i know i have to stretch i have to do exercise like mobility you know here so i do it here in my house uh i don't know what else yeah i, I try to do like i said like it's not because uh, you're like playing golf. You just need to think about golf when you're on the range or in the, the course, you know. You want to get better. First of all, that's the question. You want to get better, really. That's your, like, you know, you really want to go and get better. Okay, so if you don't go on the range, if you don't go on the, uh, to play, you do something in your house. Yeah. Do abs, man. Like, I don't know. I see so many golfs, like, big belly, bro. Like, like you know, like, kind of fat. Come on, man. Like, the sport, every single sport is getting, like, uh, uh, kind of, how I say in English? 
More athletic? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So every single sport, man, like if you see like uh, soccer, the time was Pel when Pelé was playing, it's totally different now. Totally. Probably if you got Pelé that time, for now he couldn't play. You know, mm -hmm. the guys like strong now, like all the, the doctors helping like to get stronger, to get faster. Uh, you see Cristiano Ronaldo, he's a machine, bro. Right. You know, but he's an athlete. He's not just a soccer player, you know? So I feel like that in the golf too. Like these guys are working for hitting harder, like further, and like all the tech, the, the technology with the with with the with the clubs, everything is like trying to help you to be a better golf, better golfer, you know. Yeah. So ah, you can't go play golf Saturday. Okay, run, go run, man. Ah, you cannot run bicycle. Ah, you cannot bicycle, jump rope. Do like five minutes. Okay, tomorrow. You go six minutes. Uh, uh, after tomorrow, seven minutes. And then you start building your body. When you get there, don't get hurt. And uh, keep doing the same thing. Because, of course, if you stay, like, in your house for two weeks without doing nothing, when you go play golf, you'll not be the same. You know? And I was talking, talking like that. I talked the same thing to Cody, this friend of mine. We always play together. I told him that the week... I don't train for some reason, like uh, I don't lift weight, I don't do my exercise. I feel weird when I'm uh, in the golf on the Saturday because, like, I was like last week, uh, Christmas, uh, uh, New Year's, like a uh, week, right? So I was like uh, with my kids, so I couldn't like do anything like in the gym or in the range. But of course, I was doing here in my house, you know, doing some pull up, doing push up, doing something, even playing with the kids around. You move your body, you know. But when I get there, I was like, man, that's weird. You know, kind of like, I don't know, looks like I was in the house for like three years. You yeah. know, you know yeah. I'm moving. So I like, I told him, like, that's why I went that early. I got like almost one hour early and I hit like, I don't know, 70 balls. And then we went to play. And then I scored 91, you know, because I felt like good when they started playing. But I have yeah. to hit like 70 balls before that, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's the, 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 my advice, let's say like that. I'm not like a professional golfer, but uh, I feel like if people can like train more, not just about the range and not just about the game, they would get better. Most like if you can't go in the range, uh, you can like, of course, do something in your house, man. That's, everybody can do it. Like, oh, I don't have time. Come on, man. Like 10 minutes, bro. Right. Do 10 minutes. Like, oh, I stretch a little bit. Do 10 minutes, something, you right. know, and for sure you get better for sure. And of course, it's healthy, bro. Like, we are living in this kind of pandemic now. And uh, we know more people get exercise, like more athletes. If you eat good, if you train good, if you go to the sun, you know, get the vitamins, you'll be like, like not 100%, but uh, you feel much better if you get COVID, you know? Right. Cosmo, I actually, actually have one last bonus question because my brother is a huge fan of yours. Oh, nice. My brother, Pat, and he wanted me to ask you, and I think this is good for our listeners too. Um, Pat is just getting into MMA and doing some training. You know, mm -hmm. uh, he was, he's, he's curious. If somebody was to get into, you know, some form of MMA, what would be the best avenue or approach to go if they wanted to improve their self-defense? Would it be, you know, what, 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 where would you steer them in terms of, you know, MMA, karate, jujitsu? Any of these? Uh, which, which kind of uh, martial arts I would do it? 
Yeah. Which one would you say if you want to do this, if you want to improve your self-defense? I, I, I would bet like Muay Thai, but then if somebody take you down, you don't know anything about like jujitsu, you know? If you go to jujitsu, it's good one by one. But like I said to him, if you have like two guys fighting against you, what are you going to do? If you put one guy down, the other guy will kick your head and you sleep, you know? So like, kind of like, uh, depends what you like. I really like Muay Thai. Of course, I'm doing it all my life. But I love to do a wrestling too, you know? Wrestling is like tough, good train, like hard training. But if we stop to thinking every single situation or fight or whatever is start when you up. Nobody start like down. So I would say like Muay Thai. Muay Thai, Muay Thai it is? Yeah, because Muay Thai is more, uh, you, you can do everything. Uh, kicking the legs, kicking the body, kicking the head, knees in the body, knees in the head, clinch, elbows. Like you can do so many things. Boxing is good, but you cannot kick. Right. You know, like uh, Jiu-Jitsu, yeah, it's good. But no, you start here, stand up. Like if some guy, Jiu-Jitsu guy, tried to take me down on the street, like he can't, like what are you going to do? If I punch him first in the face, what are you going to do? Like, you know? So like Jiu-Jitsu is really good, of course, but every single fight is tied to stand. You know, you, you, you start like, like the guy was like screaming on him, you know what he did? <laughs> like he could punch him, of course, because he was like good stance. If he has good stance, if the guy touch him, he can you know, punch him back, what he going to do, like try to take him down. It's kind of like weird, but so I would go with Muay Thai. I would go with Muay Thai. It's more complex, like for all the, the, the martial arts, yes, Muay Thai. You see like every single MMA fighter, they have to train Muay Thai. They have to train Muay Thai. Muay Thai is Jiu-Jitsu and wrestling, right? Like, but if you, like, if you tell me like Cosmo, you have to choose two things to train before an enemy fight, I would train Muay Thai and wrestling. I wouldn't train Jiu-Jitsu. I would train Muay Thai and wrestling. Because wrestling, if the guy take me down, I will be able to stand up. If he take me down. If my defense, like, oh, no good defense. Okay, he took me down. Okay, I can't stand up. But uh, in Muay Thai, you know, that's the two things I would do it. So, yeah, if he wants to train, train Muay Thai, man. It would be nice. Oh. All right, now he's set. Well, Cosmo, this was great. Yeah, so I'm in Los Angeles and Matt's in Chicago. Oh, I got to practice practice in my house, right? You guys can go out to the course, right? I got to do drills inside because it's cold and everything's closed. (laughs) Yeah, well, in Chicago, it's cold. It's snowing now, right? It's really bad. And then in your house, uh, everything is in lockdown there in California, right? Yeah. That's bad, man. Here, yeah. everything is open. Thank God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Florida. Most of the place, just like, no, most of the place, no mask at all. Just few places with a mask. But like, normal life, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Cosmo, this was great. Um, we're, this is why we love the show, because golf allows us to connect in areas that, you know, we never would have thought we'd have, you know, things to connect on. You know, we're, Matt and yeah, I don't know yeah, much yeah. about fighting and Muay Thai and MMA and everything, but this is why we love this show. And I think a lot of people are going to benefit from the way you live and the way 
you fight and the way you go about your life. So if you guys aren't following Cosmo on Instagram, follow him at Cosmo Alexander. That's that ends R E not E R. So you guys can follow him. And uh, thanks so much for coming on Cosmo. This is great. Yeah, thank you, man. And uh, anytime you guys want to do again, it'd be fun, bro. Yeah, absolutely. It was a pleasure. Great to meet you. You guys. Oh, nice to meet you, man. Well, you guys could understand my English perfect. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I get too excited when I talk about golf, man. Just like, I don't know if it's good or not. That was great. Well, thanks so much, Cosmo. You take care. Thank you. All right.